The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where we uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. So happy to be with Mm. you on Unity Online Radio. The number to call today is 816-251-3555. If you have a question about dream relationships, we won't really so much talk about dreams per se on this show because (laughs) I've got a guest that is, in my words, in my estimation, she is the goddess and the queen of relationships. In fact, I've been married for 19 years and I would not be if it wasn't for this woman. There's been a lot of Mm. really cool people in my life that have, that have given me a lot of gifts in the relationship department. But I think if I had a dollar for every time I said, Oh my God, you got to go to one of Alison Armstrong's workshops. Have you heard of celebrating men, satisfying (laughs) women? I'd be at least a thousandaire. I've sent so many people her way. (laughs) <laughs> so I hear her voice and I, I normally do a whole rigmarole to get this star, this star, the show started, but this star <laughs> that is Alison Armstrong, I've just, I just have to bring her out. So let me give a little bit of a bio mm. on her. Alison Armstrong's exploration of human behavior began in 1991 with her decision to study men to find out how she was bringing out the worst in them and hopefully how to bring out the best. Her success in understanding men naturally led to studying women's behavior too, go figure, and making the vital mm-hmm. connection between the, t- the two. Alison Armstrong, dis- she distinguishes human instincts that compel both men and women to behave in ways that contradict and undermine our own purposes, goals, values, needs, and relationships. She offers partnership-based alternatives, giving millions of people access to more fulfilling lives, loving relationships, stronger families, and productive organizations. Armstrong is a sought-after speaker and thought leader among people with the desire to live empowered lives. Her philosophy and approach is frequently referred, referenced, and taught by other authors, speakers, and business consultants and therapists. And I, for one, have definitely been one that has said, oh, I learned that from Allison. I got that from her or insights that I got just being in her presence. So you can find out more about her at understandmen.com or alisonarmstrong.com. That's understandmen.com or Allison 
armstrong.com. So I could just spend hours thanking you so much for the work mm. that you've done and sharing it with me. But on imagine on a parallel plane, the praises are going on endlessly, but mm. I want to get to the content so other people can benefit from you. First of all, thank you for yeah. joining me on the show today, Allison. You're welcome. You're very welcome. And, and Kelly, I have to tell you when, when people tell me stories, right, and are singing my praises, I honestly hear mm. all of the moments of courage that you had to have, right, to what I would call victories of human spirit, where you chose something that brought you and your husband closer together instead of what we're compelled to do by human instinct, which literally guaranteed destroys relationships. So I just hear you. (laughs) God bless you. Thank you so much. I, you know, one of the things that I said, I I raised my hand and shared at one of your workshops, it was probably celebrating men, satisfying women or, or one of the follow-ups. I'm not sure because I've done so many, but I shared that that I didn't even know, and I could cry a river right now, I'm going to try not to, but I didn't even know I was walking around this planet with all these arrows in my heart from all Mm. these places where I had misinterpreted men's behavior as being a rejection or I don't love you, I don't like you, you're not good enough. But in your presence, Mm -hmm. it was like one at a time, systematically, all these arrows just got plucked pulled out of my heart. Mm. And yes, there was a little blood, but it's like, oh, Mm. I didn't even know I could live without these Mm. arrows in my heart. And now there's this bandwidth for love and appreciation that I never knew was possible. So Mm. you're just, I appreciate you so much. So let's talk before I just keep gushing, because I'm prone to do that. (laughs) And I'm trying to refrain. I'm trying to be as cool as I can. This is me being cool, Allison. (laughs) But I want to talk about kind of in some way the do's and don'ts of what are some of the big things that we, that we do to get in our way. And what are some of the things that mostly women listen to this show, but there are some wonderful men that are listening as well that, that also want to learn how to either get into the relationship of their dreams or if they've got it, how to keep it, not sabotage it. So I turn the talking stick over to you. How do we do this? Okay. Well, if I may, I'd like yes. to take advantage of the context of this show yeah. because I'm, I'm known for, you know, grounding things in, in, in something that's observable, where the shoe fits, wear it, see how it applies, honor yourself first, um, really practical information and advice, right? Mm-hmm. So I, yes. I get to, I do that. Right? I, I do the practical connect the dots. Let's talk about biology and hormones and how this causes that. But really, I've known that I worked for God since I was six years old. Yay. And yeah, and the biggest mistake that mm. women make is thinking God made some junk. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that there's a mistake. And that's what, what I always ran into in talking to women of faith was notice that you think men are misbehaving. Yes, we're God's children. We're made in his image. But everybody's not acting right. <laughs> and especially those men people aren't acting mm. right. 
and and you know what's wrong with them right why are they dysfunctional why do they misbehave <laughs> what why are they so broken why are they you know they sh- all these shoulds right they should mm-hmm. be connected to their emotions they should be more communicative they should be really so you think there was a mistake made here and mm. honestly when i started studying men it was anthropological like okay this makes sense because that gives us a, a greater ability to survive right okay that's a survival trait that's a survival trait that's a survival trait but then when i started contrasting with women it was too elegant it was too Mm. perfect (laughs) it Mm. was just like oh my gosh we are literally made for each other and (sighs) and the the possibilities of of being complementary um are stunning because because what's easy for us to do, like natural for women to do and we're in good shape, is priceless to men. And what's easy for them to do when we give them information they need, when, <laughs> when we don't think they should already know, what's easy for them to do is invaluable to us. Mm. So the, the exchange where we both think, well, what I always think is, God loves me. <laughs> mm. God so loves me to have, you know, not just one man, right? Greg, as yeah. you know, put him in my life. But oh. but even the timing in Greg going Cosmos two years ago and what that opened me up to and my heart opened and my mind and what I've had to explore as a single woman, right, is so perfect. And... And so I just, that's just what I would offer is just start with taking spiritual lessons into how we interact with each other. And what if, what if there's a good reason for what we do and therefore we can honor it and don't, don't let yourself be criticized for what you do naturally, right? Oh. Like talk really fast or give a lot of details, right? It's part of the way that it works, right? And the same thing with men. What if there's a good reason, a good reason, a sound reason, a benevolent reason, a God-given reason for everything they do, including mm-hmm. their enormous reactions to being disempowered by us, right? <sighs> like they, they, they blow up because we just reduce their ability to protect us and to provide for us. <sighs> it's, not, wow. it's not ego, it's purpose that gets that we attack and we don't even know it. We think we're just going to, oh, yes, that's an ego. No, they've got a really big job. Take care of us. <laughs> and right. they get furious when we make it harder. So so that would be an overview um, in, yeah. in context, if, if I'm allowed. I took a it's a beautiful, beautiful context, a beautiful overview, and I'm already having ahas just when I, just when I thought I I understand Allison, like I've I've absorbed <laughs> you all the way. It's like I just, just the other day I was saying something about, and this is going to sound horrible because I I normally don't speak this way, but I was saying there's an there's an inner monster in all of us, and myself mm-hmm. included, and what I'm what I'm refining that. You know, normally I would say no. There's an inner hero in all of us. There's an angel in all of us. But there is this. What what you what I wrote is monster equals survival trait. It's just 
when mm-hmm. we feel that our survival somehow is is in jeopardy, this grumbling rawr, energy that comes from not just men, but but my women as well. It's it's mm-hmm. it may be part part of the design, and maybe our survival really isn't being threatened, but it feels like it is, and it's so it's not a design flaw. Maybe it could use a little consciousness <laughs> when that happens, but it's not a flaw. Yes, there's some breakdowns in perception. <laughs> Definite yeah. breakdowns in perception. In Say which, that one more time. Um, there are breakdowns in perception. Breakdowns so in we perception. Have that, yeah. We have that reaction when we perceive a threat, and also when we perceive an opportunity, which quickly becomes a threat. You might fail at it. And. Mm. And we have these instinctual responses. And I, I don't know if you're aware of this, Kelly, but um, so much of what I teach, I don't actually know. It, <laughs> it just comes through, right? And I, wow. I watch videos wow. of me teaching, and I mm. learn things. And last night I did a class um, called Empowered Parenting, a webinar. Oh, yeah. And I was pregnant with it for months. I have to do this class. I have to do this class. I have to do this class. And it wasn't until yesterday afternoon that everything came together. Mm. And, in, and I was surprised. I, I, I told one of my colleagues, you know, I've been pregnant with this for months, months, but the baby really surprised me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm bringing it up because of what you just said that, mm. What the class ended up being about was the longing that we have as children to Mm. be adored. We really long to be adored, which adore means to hold in the highest respect and esteem and love and admiration. And, And it also means the like very much. And, and Mm. that we also have a longing as parents. To be adored by our children, right? To be respected, to be admired, to be loved, to be liked. We so want to be liked by our own kids. Mm-hmm. And and so the, the webinar ended up being all about that and how human instincts make that virtually impossible. Because mm-hmm. the mode that we're in as parents is is almost entirely in protect mode, right? And and this crosses over to re- relationships. If you look at the mode we're in, in romantic relationships, we all want to give and we all want to be with someone who wants to give. But, but that's providing. And mm-hmm. in a hierarchy of instincts, in the hierarchy of perception of threat, protect always trumps provide. Ooh. And so we want, yes, mm. 100% mm. of the time. And procreate trumps protect. It's why you have to teach safe sex. <laughs> say that. Say that one more time. That that procreate. last one. I know protect is oh, trumps protect. Say that whole thing again. I want to grab. I'll that. say it again. It, I'll just put it simply. The hierarchy is yes. procreate, mm-hmm. then protect, then wow. provide. Oh. Yes. So protecting always trumps providing. So when a, when a man or a woman, your mother says, no, right? <laughs> Can I have? No. They're protecting mm. something, right? Yeah. And emasculation, as you know, causes men to protect themselves 
pro-women. So it not only trumps them providing for women, it trumps them protecting women. They're so busy protecting themselves from us, right? And this is why the more we antagonize men's instincts, antagonize their perception of a threat, the less available they are to be the the people that we love. They're going to be in their most ancient primitive state, the limbic system of their brain, because our way of relating to them, they experience being attacked, even when we don't mean to attack. Yeah. So, but then procreate trumps protect. And this causes a lot of problems in our dream relationships because, Mm. for example, um, one of the things that a lot of women say is they want a man who's ambitious, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's got to be up to stuff and he's got to, you know, they want an entrepreneur who's really making stuff happen. Well, dear, (laughs) entrepreneurship is in the domain of procreate. Procreate is very exciting energy. That's where mm. it's very attractive. But procreate trumps protect, including trumps protect the retirement fund, protect the rent, <laughs> mm-hmm. protect, protect the, the college savings. It trumps it. So we say we want something, but we are not. We want it without its natural consequences, without, as you know, what I would call the back of the hand. We want the front of the hand without the back of the hand. Mm. Right? We want a really strong men to protect and provide us for us, and then we'll take him out the moment he scares us, right? Because mm-hmm. he raised his yeah. voice. Right? And, and to a man, raising your voice is nothing. To a woman, mm. raise your voice, then you raise your hand. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, so we're, we're most of us, yeah, most of us in our relationships, romantic relationships, we're in the same state of protect that we are in parenting, where we're protecting from the outside, we're protecting the person from themselves, you know, you'd have a better life if you changed. <laughs> hmm Right. <laughs> mm. So I'm going to cure you of that habit, right? Right. <laughs> um, or I'm going to fix that characteristic about you, right? I'm going to protect you from you. And then mm. we're all protecting ourselves from the other person. Like, don't waste my time. Don't waste my energy. Don't break my heart. And in that mode, our dreams will never come true. Ever. They're never, ever, ever going to come true. It makes so much sense. And the, the the context that is spoken and unspoken is that it should be this way. Like it's exactly mm-hmm. like there's not a design flaw, but we can, with with working with some of your wisdom, we can, I know there's some get arounds here. I know that this is not just a dire outcome. We'll never have our <laughs> dreams come true. And that's the end of the show and curtsy. No, that's... <laughs> now there's so many get arounds. <laughs> okay, give us a few get arounds. <laughs> Oh well, man, I'm I'm just thinking about I just have to say I had a little mm-hmm. squabble with my husband this morning. My husband of 19 years mm-hmm. that I I wouldn't mm-hmm. have all this time if it was if it wasn't for your work and yet there's still these little moments. I'm supposed to go out of town to visit a friend of mine for our mutual birthdays and we have a very mm-hmm. old sick dog and I take care of her mm-hmm. and he is 
pissed that he has to take care of her while I'm gone. And that made me pissed. I take care of her all the time. Can't you take care of her for a few days? And what I'm just, and I was so mad at him, but what I'm hearing you say is he's feeling like I'm going to fail at this. You know how to do it better Mm. than I, you're setting me up for failure. So I have to protect myself because I don't want to look stupid and I don't want to be bad at this. I want to be your hero. And I'm really not hero material when it comes to taking care of an old sick dog. It makes me want to cry. I feel like I'm not mad anymore. Mm. And God forbid, God forbid that he should die in his watch. Yeah. Would Would you ever forgive him for that? Oh, of course Even I would, because you know she, every minute right? is is borrowed time. But there might be a moment where I would give him a really nasty look, and I would have to not do that because <laughs> that would be me being a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the other side of it could be, honey, it's a, your dog's a she. It's a she. Her name's Lola. Lola. Well, I don't know if you know this, but critters and humans have a way of sneaking out. Mm. And yeah, they have a way of sneaking out. They have a way of saving us pain. Mm. And you, you might want to tell your husband in advance, you know, if she passes while I'm gone, it's because she chose to. And you mm. will not be held accountable for that. It, she will have done that to spare me. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. That's helpful. But yeah, that would be the biggest fear. How can How can you leave me with her in this state? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, that was great. <laughs> I feel shifted. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. Okay, so more yeah, universal. I don't want to be completely narcissistic, but let's. <laughs> so what are some of the workarounds that we can do to 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 have the dream relationships that we dream about, that we desire, that we that we've seen in the fairy tales and we've seen in the movies, and we just can't seem to have them ourselves. What are some ways that we can work around that? Okay. I'm going to see if I can do as simple as possible because I know you want to get questions. <laughs> um, so the first is there are no workarounds if we're not aware mm. of, of being stuck in something quite primitive. Mm. And how come I brought up that I teach stuff that I don't know is because many years ago, I I transcribed a book. <laughs> I didn't write the book. I transcribed it by a conversation that was having happening in my head. Mm-hmm. And it was a conversation with Adam and Eve, and it was called The Belated Education of Adam and Ooh. Eve. Ooh. Yes. And in my head was Morgan Freeman's voice, <laughs> um, an, an angel from research and development, describing God's process of creation and that God's an artist and God, like any artist keeps tweaking that, Mm. that, that, that creation is an evolutionary process and that the tweaking, 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 and that, and that Sam was there to educate Adam and Eve because God had made some major, (laughs) major, major modifications in, including a lot of complex verbalization that was now available. Oh, wow. And yes, and that so he was there to let them know about the changes. And Adam's response was, Don't you think it's a little late? And he's like, <laughs> What are you talking about? And he's like, It's been tens 
of thousands of years. And so I was like, oh, dear, time time passes differently up there. <laughs> but oops. he went on, oops, oops, right? And he, but Sam went on to describe human instincts and that the point of human instincts was to automate the behavior required to survive so that it didn't have to be top of mind. That it did, you don't have to be on constant alert for threats. You have a nervous, you have two nervous systems and one of them is built for that. You don't have to constantly figure out how to respond. Respond. Fight, fight and freeze are built in, <laughs> right? So it's all automated. So you can spend most of your time on more important things than surviving. Oh, God, that's and good. Then, it's so funny. And then it goes on to say that there's only one problem. It wasn't anticipated that human beings would be so good at surviving. Like, mm. it gets become so amazing at it. So there wasn't installed an enough switch. <laughs> there's no stop <laughs> oh god that's good right and so it's one of the things like in our course being extraordinary as a woman right enough is the first choice that makes all choices available right mm. he loves mm. me enough he supports me enough I'm yes. good enough we've done mm. enough for today Right, that until we make that conscious choice of enough, and most especially, I'm safe enough, we have enough. Until we make that choice, we're driven by instincts. And and the first awareness is the awareness of tension. You have mental tension, emotional tension, physical tension. That's the indicator you're, you could say you're in survival mode. You're mm. being compelled by the perception of a threat or opportunity, and not at choice, not in the executive part of your brain, not in human spirit, not not unity, not mm. connected <laughs> to God and each other, and we're all one, and it's a benevolent universe, and I'm well taken care of. It's an abundant universe I, I, I want for nothing, right? We, we're not in touch with any of that when we are experiencing tension. Right. And and so that's the first thing to do is to become sensitive to tension. Instead of trying to ignore it or run away from it, tell your brain, because our brains work for us. They're, they're part of the design. You're not, I am not my brain. <laughs> that was really, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and, but tell your brain, memorize, like when you're feeling Really oh my heavens, intense. we're going to a quick break. I can't believe it. Okay, so we're good. We still have more, but we're going <laughs> to. I'm with Alison Armstrong, and this is so good. I totally lost track of time. We're going to be right back after these quick announcements. Don't go anywhere. Get your pen and pencil ready and check out alisonarmstrong.com in the meantime. We'll be right back. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream Show, and we are talking about dream relationships today. By the way, I'm Dr. Mm -hmm. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and if you have a question about a dream relationship or even maybe, I don't know, a scenario that you think would be appropriate for this conversation, we're not so much talking about dreams in the, the, the sense that we normally do here. This is more about what your issue is with regards to having the relationship of your dreams. Allison Armstrong, Allison A. Armstrong, to be precise, is my guest today. And we've been having the most riveting conversation. I always forget when I'm with Allison, I get right, I get like, uh, what is it, tension in my hands, right? Not writer's block, but it's like, uh, uh, I can't write fast enough. My hands hurt. <laughs> I'm taking notes so feverishly. Her websites are understandmen.com and allisonarmstrong.com. And we were just before the break talking about the big T word tension and the big E word enough. So you're talking about this brilliant book that you transcribed about the belated education <laughs> of Adam and Eve that I can't wait to get. I didn't even know that was available. Ooh. I I never published it. What? Excuse I, me. I never published it. No, no, it's a crazy story, but Morgan okay. Freeman was going to make it into a movie. And then yes. we abandoned trying to make it into a movie. Okay, well, let's um, talk about that. <laughs> We've got many things to well, talk about. We've got things, but let's let's keep going with this, okay? With the tension, so yes. The the first thing is to memorize tension, right? Like tell mm-hmm. your brain, memorize what this feels like. What 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 is the sensation? What is happening? What does the front of my skull feel like? It's being squeezed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Memorize this, and then. And wake me up when I'm set an alarm off, when I'm feeling this, set an alarm off that that there are other possibilities, right? That this is a chance to choose. And so that's one thing. So have our brain work for us that way. And then there and then there's also noticing. So a lot of awareness where go dumpster diving, I call it. Like <laughs> what don't I have enough of? What am I not enough of, right? And just start noticing the abundance, right, of mm. not enoughness. It's it's a state. Some you know for ages people have called it a glass half full, but it's it's a state of perception mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. we that has us impoverished in so many ways, and and then. There's something else that that you said earlier that I want to connect to, and there's actually a video on YouTube people could watch. Mm. And so if they if they put in um, Alison Armstrong the and Rage Monster, so we're describing a monster inside of us, Ooh. right? Okay. Yeah, and so there's a <laughs> clip from our old Understanding Women video, which is now really old. It published in 2008. And all my work has been, I'm constantly updating my work. So all of our most current stuff is on our website, like the Understanding Women course and the Understanding Men course. Um, But it's a video way, way back um, on the Rage Monster. And what's important about the Rage Monster, which is the worst that women get. I mean, we say the most hideous things. And, Mm -hmm. And I demonstrate it. And it's it's because 
in that moment when our feelings have been so profoundly hurt Mm -hmm. that we can barely breathe. We can barely keep our eyes open. We want to curl up in a ball or we end up like a surfboard under the covers. That what's really happened is we've been disconnected from the Mm -hmm. eternal. Mm -hmm. This constant connection to the eternal, which is part of how women are built. It's part of the function of our feelings is to Mm -hmm. connect us to the eternal. And when they are terribly hurt, we just become a back in a dark, dark place, and we're the most terrified. And the worst behavior comes from human beings when we're afraid. And we are the most afraid in that moment. And in, in both that video and then in the updated Understanding Women course online, what I teach are the signs. I, I teach men to be able to read the signs I, I her feelings are hurt because how they respond when our feelings are hurt makes it worse oh almost guaranteed to make it worse and mm. and they're doing the best they can think to do right, right? they're doing what they would want <laughs> mm-hmm. when men are mm-hmm. angry they when men are angry or upset they want to be left alone mm-hmm. right they want to be left alone. And yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so they, they, out of respect, they try to, they leave us alone. They're trying to provide for us. <laughs> Only they don't know they've left us alone in a lost in space with mm. no connection. And mm. they, we need them to come back and establish that connection with the magic words. I am mm. sorry, I hurt your feelings. Yeah. Right? Which is very hard for them to say because it's completely illogical. They're like, I didn't punch you in the chest. <laughs> right. 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 So all of these awarenesses, right, all this understanding of the differences, the opposite reactions, you know, that, that sometimes you feel safe because we're productive and sometimes you will say, feel safe because we're connected. And what we do to be productive disconnects us. Right? And what we do to connect interrupts productivity. So the instincts we have to feel safe are contradictory and they mm-hmm. they make everything worse. Right? <sighs> so so just yeah, so just starting with understanding these opposing instincts and tell you when you did celebrating men's satisfying women, right? Which we haven't called it that since twenty thirteen. Oh, <laughs> um, I really like that it, name. <laughs> I love the workshop, was, but I know there's been an evolution. Awesome name. But we mm. published the Queen's Code in two thousand and twelve. Oh, yeah. Which I and love. And the purpose of that workshop was to teach me how to write the book that would transform the way women relate to men. And and mm-hmm, the Queen's so Code actually it works. It, yes, it I mean, does. It, it's been, it's within three weeks, it was being read in over 70 countries. <gasps> and it's, oh my God. Yeah, 70. And, okay, and this is the Queen's Code, by the way. And there's an audio the version of the audible there version. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. I'm recording it next month. Wait a minute. How did I hear it in my brain then? I thought I heard the audio. Um, Maybe I just heard you. S- y- so funny. I, I just hear you in my head so much. <laughs> I read the book Peace and I heard it on audio in my head. But it's okay. Yeah. Peace of the Kingdom has an audio. 
I did an audio book of Keys to the Kingdom, the prequel. Keys to the Kingdom. The okay, that's right. That's what I heard. Sorry. Yeah. Keys to the yeah. Kingdom. It's All okay. of these products, by the way, everybody, that I'm we're dropping here. Queen's Code, Keys to the Kingdom. These are products to get right away. Like run, don't walk. Just go to Amazon <laughs> go, or wherever you get your well, stuff. Well, some of it is available on Audible, but the thing to know is only it's only the old stuff. I haven't given them anything new since 2012. So okay. everything I've done in almost a decade is only on our website. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're AllisonArmstrong.com. I want to do about that. Yeah. Okay. But so first is a first is becoming aware of what has us do what we do that doesn't work. Then there's the perspective of understanding what's going on, right? Like mm-hmm. when you learned yes. about single focus and therefore your husband needs transition time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he's unhappy to see you. He's not just not really home yet. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And, you know, that, that miracle, teaching that to men, for men to give other men transition time, oh, my gosh, it, it changed their life. They mm. needed it, but they didn't know other men needed it. So that, you know, up and at them, get going, right? <laughs> it doesn't work for men. Right? They need... They need, uh, okay, can you start transitioning because we're leaving in 15 minutes. So yes. disconnect from what you are doing. Get ready to be in the car. Right? And so these small adjustments can be made once we, once we come from. And you can come from it without even understanding. If you just adopt as a good reason for everything they do, now how do we make life work? Mm-hmm. You actually don't even have to understand why they do what they do. You can just find out what's needed or what works here. But how about we just do what works instead of what should work? (laughs) Right. Both men and women. Understanding that there's a good reason for all of it, even if we don't understand it. But the understanding helps us to be more grounded in in appreciating what it is, what what would otherwise piss us off. Yeah. Or hurt our feelings. I want to just add one yeah. little thing just to just to ground this yeah. in my own head and see what you think about this before you move on. Mm-hmm. The tension piece. My my friend Joey and I, we've made up this agreement that we um that in our relationships, if we're adrenal we call it in quotes, being adrenalized above a three, then we're not allowed to speak. So that's been my thing. Like I can tell if there's adrenaline moving in my body, if it's just a tiny bit, then I'm still allowed to express. But if it's above a three on a scale of one to 10, then nope, no talking allowed because all that will come out of my mouth will be in some way, it will be hurtful. So I need to go move it out of my system, go for a run, go for a walk, journal, do something. And then when I'm adrenalized below a three or hopefully not adrenalized at all, then address the issue. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's awesome. Um, Greg's and my version of that was, uh, if I hung up on him, don't call me back. <laughs> don't call me back. <laughs> I, yeah, don't call me back. I will call you when it's safe that I literally hung up on him to protect him from myself. <sighs> and, nice. and, and my boyfriend, Dan, God, he learns so fast. Wow. Um, we Lucky had man, the, Dan. We had the yes, we had the biggest upset that we'd had, and and I I left the room, and I went to my bedroom. I closed the door, mm-hmm. and he came after me, mm-hmm. and he 
and he was the same guy. He waited a few minutes, but he was the same guy. He was being the same way mm. that I was reacted to in the first place. And I just, I just looked at him and said, I came in here to protect you from me. You're not different. I'm not different. Could you please leave and I'll come out when, it, when I'm safe? And he got up and left. And God bless him. Next time something happened when he's trying to teach me golf, and I'm like, I'm going to go collect balls with my dog. (laughs) I didn't understand what you said, but you left. So I knew I wasn't supposed to follow. Right? And Mm -hmm. so having agreements like that, if I hang up on you, it's not discourteous. I'm protecting you from me. Those kinds are awesome. So adrenalized above a three, Mm -hmm. I don't get to talk. And Mm -hmm. I found out it was awesome. It was terrible, but it was awesome (laughs) that my rage monster Right, my rage monster cusses. I almost, mm. said, I almost cuss like my rage monster cusses like I'm uh, no, like I'm. I mean, uh, there you go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I almost said it. Cusses like crazy, and I. But I found out my rage monster can't text swear words. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. So when I am like, like possessed by the rage monster, I can actually text. Oh, Ouch. <laughs> nice. Text, Ouch, okay, right? that's good. This, this, that's good. The signal my feelings are, ouch, right? And um, yeah, because normally speaking, right, you let it out. Oh, bad things happen. You give a voice to a rage monster. So, so I love it. I love what you're doing. And I think also to understand if a man um, leaves the room, he's protecting you. Mm. If a man punches a wall. If a mm-hmm. man punches a wall, that mm-hmm. was not your face. Right. He's protecting you. He's not being immature. He's protecting you. If he if he gets upset and he has something in his hands and he th- throws it, mm. that's not immature. That's disarming himself. I explained Ooh. this in the Queen's Coat. Ooh, yeah, and they, I want to just say this little caveat because I know this got brought up in, yeah. in many of the workshops because there are some yeah. women and, and that have been abused, that have been hurt or harmed by men and they Mm -hmm. might hear this Mm -hmm. and say excuse me this is not all well intended this is not all good blah 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 and i think if maybe maybe things have been refined since my day but you said you said to me there are in directly to me you you do all your workshops just for me i know it um that that (laughs) there are the exceptions to the rule but what you're talking about here is the is mostly the rule the 98.5 percent or whatever that percentage is of normal men that may have different issues but are still good at the at the core so can you address that for those who actually have experienced some of those like really horrible, abusive moments. Yeah, I'm happy to. I'm one of those women. Um, Mm. And Mm. yeah, and Mm. the, probably the best thing that I've done about it, well, two things. One is in the online understanding men, we address safety and emasculation and how, unsafe emasculation actually makes us that makes things worse even right. though it makes us safe yeah. we, do, we did a better job of that than i had ever done before 
And the other thing is we have a recording under free. So on our website, um, under free, this mm. it, it's called um, Unhealthy Men, The Secrets of Early Detection. Oh. And yeah, and it distinguishes healthy behavior that we don't understand mm. from truly someone who's unhealthy, like do not attempt to rehabilitate, run, run. Mm. And it's, it's similar and it's not gender based. Right. There's, there's one exception, um, which has to do with happiness, but there are as many unhealthy women as there are are unhealthy men. Mm -hmm. And it took a long time for me to realize that I was raised by one. Oh, and Oh. And yeah, and one of one of the indicators of unhealthy oh. is a person's relationship to innocence. Ooh, and the, say more about that. The health, well, the healthy human relationship to innocence is to protect it, mm-hmm. to protect it, to want to protect it, for it to be a horrible failure to not protect it. And unhealthy men and women, their relationship to innocence is to want to corrupt it. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's evil. (laughs) It's it's really well and truly evil. And um, and the other thing is, it's it's normal for a man to really, 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 really want to make a woman happy, and mostly have no clue how to do it. And fumble and bumble and make mistakes and even give up and withdraw at failing to make her happy. And an unhealthy man will attack a woman when she's happy. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, he'll, he'll, okay. attack her. he'll come after I, her when she's happy. And there's an exception to that. And that's something some women do, which is they're happy. And then they push his face into it, that they are not the source of her being happy. Oh, Someone else okay. Yeah. And then he will attack. <laughs> so, okay. so yeah, they're important things to distinguish. And, and I, I know, you know, we're running out of time, but I want to say this last thing, because it, it wasn't yes, there please. when you were participating in our workshops. I've reoriented a lot um, in the last like seven years or so. Because I saw women doing everything they could to not emasculate men, to not diminish them. And one of the things they were doing was not telling men things that they thought that men in their life couldn't provide for them. So not speaking up about what they needed. Mm. And I did this myself. I didn't tell Mm. my husband what I needed because I thought he couldn't provide it for me. And so I didn't tell him, so he didn't know I needed it. And I ended up with hypothermia because I didn't tell him how cold I was because I thought he couldn't do anything about it. Mm. Yeah. And, and so, so, so I, the biggest shift has been, look, go ahead and say it. Even if he's Mm. emasculated, even if he's hurt, even if he's upset, it's worse to have not said it at all. Oh. He can be recovered. He can recover himself. Mm. But if it's your truth, if it's your truth, if it's true for you, honor yourself first 
then other people. Ooh. And that's, in, you know, in answer to the question, how do you end up with a dream relationship? Mm-hmm. By honoring yourself first. Don't adapt mm. first. Honor yourself first. Ooh. Which means you have to, yeah, which means you have to get more clarity than we've usually ever been taught to get about ourselves. More clarity, like as in the description of your dream relationship. Truly, what qualities would this person be accountable for being? Doesn't mean perfect, <laughs> right. but they can be held to account for it. And then what behaviors, what deep behaviors can you see in what circumstances that truly you're better off being with someone who behaves that way and you're better off alone than being mm-hmm. with someone who doesn't behave that way. And mm. we have this thing now called smart singles and I work with the the participants to get these descriptions so specific that they're that they have beauty. Right? They have mm. they're so beautiful. They're a beautiful description of the life they're committed to because of who they're committed to sharing it with. And and then they protect that. That's what they protect is their dream. Instead of protecting themselves from the opposite sex, right? They they're protecting their dream. And if if this is not you, then I'm not the right person for you, and you're not the right person for me. Keep looking. Keep being open. Where survival will have us glom onto a person, right? Have us commit to right. a person, and then put up with a lot of ways of being, a lot of behaviors that they're they're nightmares. Mm. Mm. nightmare relationships and survival will have us put up with nightmare relationships survival will survival will have us pick people guaranteed to be a nightmare relationship because we're (laughs) so not the right person for each other this is so so good oh my goodness so these this workshop can be found say just do the plug for all the things that you have (laughs) where people can find you and where all of these things exist (laughs) okay please so whichever is easy to remember my name Allison Armstrong or understandmen.com they both go to the same place that's where all our free that's where our free stuff is that's where all our recorded audio programs are. That's where our online curriculum is. You have over 100 hours of online curriculum. And Kelly, the best part is when you were in live workshops, I had maybe 45 minutes a day to answer questions. Mm-hmm. I spent almost 10 hours a month answering questions of the people in our workshops. In Understanding Men and Understanding Women, I spend three hours a month answering questions from people all over the world. And so it means that everybody gets my most up-to-date discoveries, right, and realizations and connections and tools, and and they get to ask, so how do I apply this to that, right? And I and I get to make sure that people have the best understanding they can of what we're teaching around here. And I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure it was like this for you even then, but. The mm-hmm. worst thing that's going to happen to people in our curriculum is they might feel fire-hosed. <laughs> right, because, right. And that's a quality right? problem. Your skin will adapt. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah because, because 15, but the best thing is, and you couldn't do this live, you couldn't pause me. You couldn't right. rewind me. 
Right. right. You couldn't have the perfect center of notes by just stopping and writing and stopping and writing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's brilliant about online. And when we, we yeah. put our stuff online in 2017, I wanted it, I was hoping it would be as good as our live workshops. I had no idea it was going to be better. Our, okay. our online students are better at knowing and implementing our information well and in context than our live workshop graduates ever could because of the repetition. They, I know people who are in, I don't even know what edition they're on. They just always mm-hmm. have understanding men and they go back to whatever chapter they need to review, the recession in the course. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's all there. The Queen's Code is there. That you can get at Amazon. You'll contribute to our, you know, mm. best-selling rank. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Congratulations. That's crazy thing. Oh, yeah, my thanks. heavens. Um, yeah, so, and, and then I'm just glad to be here with you. It's so uh, delightful to be here with you. And thank you for what you're doing with your life, which having mm. great relationships let us, lets us do amazing things with our lives. Thank you so much. It's, it's, made, <laughs> it's made such a difference. I want to thank my friend Helen Jukage for being the one to say you have to go to this workshop. And also Jilda, I saw on the website, she's also gone Cosmos, like you've said. So a shout out to her and Greg and all those great ones on the other side. And and um, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my soul. And I know my husband, if he could, he would thank you as well. And <laughs> for all the people that you've helped making this world a truly better place and helping people to not just have dream relationships that stay on the level of dreams, but in manifestation. Mm. Alison Armstrong, thank you so much. I appreciate you. My, my privilege, truly. Blessings. Keep doing your great work. Thank you everyone for listening. And you can check out more from Allison at Allison.com, AllisonArmstrong.com. That's Allison with one L or understandmen.com. Until we meet again next week, don't take your dreams lying down. This is Kelly Sullivan Walden. Sweet dreams. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.